Welcome to American Unity Radio. My name is Dr. Randolph Shippon, and I want to talk with you about Frozen 2. And it's one of my favorite films, and it's because what it deals with is change, and specifically how we go through all of these changes and all of these journeys. They perplex us because of these changes that we go through in our lives. And transformations, the underlying theme of all of Frozen 2, is what we're going through all the time as human beings. We are always transforming and always turning into something else. And um, I see it in relationships. I see it in individuals. I see it in diagnoses. I see it in our science. I see it in this virus. I see it in the world situation. I see it in all of history. And basically, the entire organism that is the planet Earth is changing all the time. And we're part of that. So we have to be adaptable, just like the Earth is adaptable. And that means that as the guardian class, as the custodial class human on Earth, if you are a self-aware human, what I propose is that you adopt a mindset that sees things as transitory experiences. Um, You can take that into Western, Eastern traditions, all kinds of native traditions, magical traditions, earth religions, um, the Indian subcontinent religions. Every philosophy has something about transitions in it, something very healthy in it. And what I'm telling you is, It's time for us to start listening to our ancient wisdom about transitions. So, in this episode, I am highlighting transitions. The first thing that I am going to suggest is, let's become post-label. How's that? Let's become post-labeling, post-telling people what they are or who they are, or that they have to think this or that. Let's be post-binary. Okay? People aren't this or that. They're everything in between and more. Let's be post-dialectical, because dialectics is still limited. Okay? If you're looking at a continuum between this and that, and trying to find out where you are in between these two conditions, you have to find out first that the two conditions are false, false choices. And so any position in between them is also a false choice, as is uh, a synthetic position that is off of the continuum, a false choice. In other words, all of the choices are false because all of the choices are limited. Any choice you make is limited. Any decision you make is limited. It's powerful, but it's limited. It's powerful to say, I identify as this, I identify as that. This speaks more to me than everything else. But it it limits you. Because as soon as you're labeled, you become somebody else's forbidden person. And maybe you can't be labeled at all. So, Frozen 2, transitions, and let's throw in one more thing apotheosis, the process of becoming something greater than what you are. All today on American Unity Radio in different forms and formats, welcome to the program. 
God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And I'm so glad that you're here. I hope you enjoy the humor. I hope you enjoy the music. I'm loading up this episode with funny stuff. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Talk to you soon and come on the program anytime you want. I will promote whatever you want to promote for free. It's a tasty summer treat. It really can't be beat. If you have Benadryl ice pops, Benadryl ice pops, they'll make you feel really good and then you will sleep. It's a treat that can't be beat. It's really not that deep. If you have some Benadryl ice pops, you will sleep. So have a Benadryl ice pop. Take a real deep breath. I bet you'll really enjoy it when you are not at your death from allergies or sleeplessness. If you have your Benadryl ice pop, it's true. Just have one or two, and then it's good night to you. I'm wondering if I'm on with the amazing Lisa Fox. Is she there? Indeed. Um, hi, it's been like how many years since we left Oaken? A very long time. Do you think maybe after college slightly? Probably. After college slightly. So hello, how are you? You have a beautiful life that I see in pictures on Facebook. And and that and that's and aside from your achievements as a writer, I know very, very little about your life, and I kind of wanted to get caught up with you anyway, and I had a Disney question, and I needed to run something by a Disney expert because I'm going through a time of transformation in my life, and I thought, well, who better to talk to than the Fox family who are avowed Disney, uh, can we say, uh, devotees? Um, That's a good descriptor, sure. I, I, how do you describe yourself? Disney fans? Disney fanatics? Disney fanatics, Disney addicts. Um, yeah, pretty much that'll do. <laughs> but, but you see, if I just approach this, that you're a Disney expert, nobody is going to know why I'm also calling you, which is that I know about something that you can do, and it's something that impresses me greatly, which is that you have a very symbolic mind. Okay. You have a very symbolic mind. And what tells me that partly is your love of Disney and all things Disney, all things story, anything story driven. Mm -hmm. I knew you when you were the features editor of The Signal, which was the student newspaper and still is the student newspaper of the College of New Jersey, which was at the time Trenton State College, correct? Indeed, yes. I was was the editor of the newspaper and you were the editor of the features section, right? That is right. Okay. And we were young because Very young. <laughs> I was a, I think I was a sophomore editor in chief and that meant that you were a sophomore features editor. That is right. So that's kind of young. Most people are editors in, you know, at least their junior or senior year. So, um, so that was, we were precocious, let's say. We, we come from a precocious generation at the signal, wouldn't you say? We definitely were a precocious generation. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, 
So I needed somebody with your level of understanding. So you were an English A, right? You were an English lit major? Nope, journalism. You were journalism too. Okay. All right. Did you start out journalism or did you start out English lit like me? Nope, always journalism from the start. See, okay, I started out. Here's what happened. I know you're not going to believe this, but I have a semi-photographic memory. So I got I got through high school uh, pretty easily with reading books and remembering what the pages looked like. Mm-hmm. And so somebody, somebody told me I should be a history major. And I said, why? And they said, well, think of it. <laughs> You'll pass every test, right? <laughs> like, True. Well, well I, w- I will, but, you know, I, I don't know. And so I just did it because I knew I had to have a major in college. And then somebody tapped me on the shoulder and said, you really want to teach high school? Because that's, that's pretty much it for history majors. Now, that is a lie, but it was a lie I believed at the time. History majors can be anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it was a lie, but it was a lie that I believed because of what was I, 18 years old? So mm-hmm. I uh, I switched to English, and then Dr. Cole made a presentation to the English majors, Dr. Robert Carlton Cole, mm-hmm. New Jersey Professor of the Year, slightly before we arrived on the scene, um, but uh, he was a true, I think in every sense of the word, giant. Wouldn't you say the truth? Amazing person. Just an amazing, amazing person. Six, five, maybe six, six. Oh, God, yeah. Big guy. <laughs> big, big guy. Four ten, four twenty, like big. Yes. Overalls from Kentucky, or from West Virginia who had, uh, it was West Virginia, wasn't it? It was. Mm-hmm. And, and, and had the beard and had the thick glasses. The pride of his academic uh, career was going to Lehigh Valley College, where he really developed his love of the First Amendment. And didn't you and I stand side by side in a lot of First Amendment fights? I believe so. I believe we did. Because of Khalid Muhammad, right? Didn't he come yes. To the, that was he? that weekend, indeed. Yes, that was uh, one that will not be forgotten. Well, I don't want to talk about Khalid Muhammad with you just yet because I think that that will be a separate episode okay. of this podcast. So if you okay. want to maybe come back another time and, and talk about Khalid Muhammad, I'd like to get some of the people who remember that all on at the same time. I think that would be so Oh, wow. Fun. I agree. Um, but I want to talk to you a little bit about your love of Disney. So I have a person who is now accomplished in different fields. Didn't you go into advertising? Market research. Market research. So tell me mm-hmm. about your under your own draw to market research. What was your what was your calling to that? Um, really, just uh, being analytical. Um, you know, asking it 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 was nice a nice segue from journalism. Honestly, asking the right questions, getting the right answers, synthesizing it. You know, forming conclusions. Uh, it just it just made sense. And we're talking about the the magical sorcery of focus groups, I assume, and, and focus groups, one on one interviews. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then, of course, uh, it does market research now include data about how much time people spend at certain websites or on a certain image or that type of thing? Sure. Does, it go, does it go that deep, too? Oh, absolutely. There's, there's small data. There's big data. You know, it, it runs the gamut. Did you see the Netflix thing that everybody's talking about, the social dilemma? No, actually, I didn't, but I, I have that tag to take oh, a look at. Oh, you're going to have a good time with that it, because it, talk, <laughs> it talks about the market research end of uh, how these uh, social media networks essentially are, tra- are tracking even how long you look at an image. Oh, yeah, be, absolutely. You, you know, to, to tell you what your next product is going to be in an mm-hmm. app. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find so this is all sorcery, but um, do you believe? And I think you're uh, kind of a aren't you kind of a science fiction person too? Yes, I am. So um, I believe that you would agree with the great Arthur C. Clarke, who said, "Any technology sufficiently advanced seems like magic to the uninitiated." Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. Is that it? Are you uh, are you friendly to the idea? that artists can make things look like magic when they're just better technology than you know. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. The magic of Apple and I think the magic of Disney and I don't think it's a mistake that you know there's a relationship between Apple and Disney. So why mm-hmm. Disney? What tell me about your lifelong love. Ooh, that was a magic spell. L L L. lifelong <laughs> Lifelong love. Uh, when I talk about magic spells, I'm talking about neurolinguistic programming, by the way. Okay, sure. Um, so uh, your lifelong love of Disney. Where, where did it all start? I mean, childhood? Did it start in childhood Absolutely. with you? Yeah, when I was very young, um, just really gravitated toward the films, the theme parks um, from the time I was eight years old. Just, you know, it, it, it's an escape from reality. Um, and, mm. you know, even if you think about so many of the films, they, they they teach life lessons in a lot of ways, um, you know, especially, I mean, each one is different. Each one is different. And, and just the, the parks, it is. It's it's totally an escape from, from reality, which uh, I don't think people get too often. So The escape. Mm-hmm. These films, don't they have lessons in them? They do. They do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just finished watching Beauty and the Beast with my son. And, you know, it's about really not um, not getting hung up on appearances, really looking at what's on the inside, um, you know, about kindness, you know, a- any one of them. Just, uh, you know, probably my favorite one, my favorite recent film is actually Inside Out. Uh, where oh, yeah. That is, that is I, I love that movie. I love everything I- about that movie. Are you familiar with uh, the research behind the film? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. So um, you should know, or you are, you may be interested to know. I'll never tell you what you should know because you are wiser than me by far, and I know that about you. I don't know and about that, but thank and that's, you. <laughs> and, that, and that's and that's a compliment, and it's and it's a compliment that is long overdue to you. Oh, thank you. You are wiser than me by far. But one of the things that I want to tell you about Inside Out, not what you should know because you know everything you should, but what I think you might be interested in is that Paul Ekman consulted mm-hmm. on that sh- on that movie because it was Ekman's uh, understanding of the of the 
basic emotions, you know, uh, fear, anger, sadness, uh, joy. Um, You know, these are the uh, basic drivers of uh, essentially all all emotion. And it was uh, it was beautifully demonstrated that there were little characters inside your head that control all of your behaviors. Wasn't that brilliantly done? I, I thought the personification was tremendous. Um, I thought just the, the message was tremendous, whether you're a kid, whether you're an adult, you know, when you think about memory and what it means and, and how it changes and how your view of it changes over time, you know, the idea of, of, of just trying to preserve those happy memories as best as you can, keep the, the sadness away, but, you know, that's not life. And and as you get older, as you you know, go through different things, those happy memories are going to be tinged with sadness and it changes the memory, but it, it, it doesn't diminish its power. In fact, it makes it even more powerful. Um, so it, there's just, there's so many layers in that movie that for me, you know, as, as, a, as a person, as a mother, just tremendous. I love that you make so much meaning out of it because sometimes when I tell people about how deep I think the lyrics of Britney Spears really are, or how much meaning I get out of a Disney movie, mm-hmm. they they look at me like I'm cray-cray. Mm-hmm. Nope, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Wait, you get looked at that way too in of this course. world? Of course. Can I? You know. Wait, I'm not going to tell anybody about my IQ, but I think your IQ might be unmeasurable. So if, <laughs> so if, so if, so if, if you go get those looks, all of a sudden mm-hmm. I feel, I feel better for getting the looks. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, that, that is a true compliment to you and I really need it. Um, Thank you. So, okay. Wow. I just feel better about a lot of things I recently got as looks from other people. Thank you for that. That was a real <laughs> sure. gift. Um, let me ask you a question. You yeah. say you saw Frozen 2 once. I only saw it one time. Mm-hmm. I must confess I've seen it probably 10 or 15 times. Oh, it's a great movie. It's fantastic. Um, I was interested to know if your recollection of the movie is that it, the whole movie is a story of transformation. Yes. I, I could see that as I as I think through it, um, as you think about Elsa's journey, even as you think about Anna's journey and the strength that she builds throughout, um, you know, even even Kristoff, I think to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. But but for for Anna, I think it's it's building that level of confidence and being able to stand on her own. And, and Elsa, I think it really is just embracing who she truly is. So I I could see that. And- and I'm going to I'm going to take it a step further uh, with Elsa in particular, but this is the easy favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the easy favorite because all the girls want to be Elsa. Sure, I'd rather. But be actually, Anna, be but, but actually, the smart <laughs> ones want to be Anna. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> the smart ones want to be Anna, not Elsa. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Anna has control of herself. Whereas Elsa has to become a thing now, mm-hmm. right? But if you prevent, but if you prevent her from becoming a thing now, you're not letting her follow her destiny. And if you try to make Anna the adventurous one, 
you're not letting her complete her destiny either. Mm-hmm. Right? I would agree. So many lessons in that. And, and yet I need to ask you a question. Are you aware of not only it being a story of transformation, but specifically, and again, I regret to say, for Elsa, there is a lesson. And by the way, there are lessons. There are huge lessons in the other characters. It occurred to me that Josh Gad, one, one vowel off from God, portrays, portrays um, you know, the snowman, uh, Olaf, yeah. right? Of Olaf. But, Love but, Olaf. but Olaf is the wise man character. Olaf is mm-hmm. God by the way. Mm-hmm. Olaf is the all-knowing, right? And the whole movie, he's spouting facts. Remember that? Yes, that's true. That's true. The whole movie, he's spouting facts. So um, would you agree that Olaf also has to go for a transformation in the movie? I think so. I think so. He actually transcends death itself. Yep, that's true. In a way, in a way Olaf is... Well, now all, now both girls have technically died. Okay, mm-hmm. by the end of, by the end, sorry guys, did I just ruin Frozen? I'm sorry, <laughs> you had long enough, you had long enough to watch the movie. It's been out for a very long time, America, and if you haven't seen it, shame on you. Can, do you agree with me? It's a great movie, great film. I really, I wish I had the chance to see it more than just one time, but it was, it was tremendous. Uh, yeah, I know, we have lives and kids and stuff. Right, yeah, like we're not supposed to be indulging in movies fifteen times at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> but it's okay because when my other friends are like, "What were you doing at three o'clock in the morning?" I'm like, if I told you, you would not believe me. <laughs> because what I'm doing is I'm looking for deep, 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 deep symbolism. Because mm-hmm. deep symbolism is actually something I'm very interested in on a few levels. Oh, big power out here. All the power went out, but you're still on the phone, aren't you? Oh, I'm here. Ooh. Yeah, everything just went out. I may have to run into the house. So quick question okay. for you. Yes, of course. Quick quick question because the kids will wake up and they'll cry mm-hmm. and the whole no, thing. No, 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 no. You don't um, so quick question for you. Did you, notice, did you notice that Elsa becomes the ice queen? She becomes mm-hmm. the snow queen by the end of the movie. And that technically she's not just... Uh, person anymore. She's died and she's become a goddess. Mm-hmm. You know, you, this is this is I, abundantly clear with like riding on the ice with the unicorn. I think stuff. so. I think so. I think so. All right. Did you notice who the who the wind spirit was? The wind spirit left out to Holland. Okay. All right. The the wind spirit saved. Her father, right? That's right. That's right. Do you know who the wind spirit was? I do not recall. It's been a while. I just need you to maybe go back and watch the movie again and tell me if you think that the wind spirit was actually her mother mm-hmm. that left, that left, um, you know, the, the enchanted forest, okay? Because mm-hmm. the reason she left was that she was that she might have been the personification of the wind spirit of the air spirit. That would make sense. I will watch it again. But that that I mean, would make I, sense. It's, it's an investigation. If you're willing okay. to, to yep. do some investigative journalism, I can certainly do that. Okay, I have to go see if my kids are crying. Okay. 
Okay. All right. All right. But th- <laughs> thank you so much for this call, and we will we will we will reconnoiter on this. Okay. All right. Like All right. All right. All righty. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Sure. Hi, everybody. It's October the 29th, 2020, and I am here with my children. <laughs> Who's here? Um, Hannah and Leo. Leo and Hannah. Daddy and Leo and Hannah. And we have to talk about something really important. Leo, this morning, you told me something happened to your grave digger truck. Grave digger is a monster truck, very, very famous. There are lots of matchbox cars and remote control cars that have grave digger, right, Leo? Mm-hmm. And we actually saw grave digger at the shop right in, I want to say it was Oakland. I think we went to the Oakland shop right once to see grave digger, right? Didn't I thought we? it was Booten. No, it wasn't. It was Oakland. It was a couple years ago. You were little, and I took a picture of you right next to Gravedigger's Great Big Tire. Do you remember that? Um, and remember you met the driver of Gravedigger? Mm-hmm. And he signed your Gravedigger car, and what happened to the signature? Mm-hmm. No, I brought it to the beach, and I played with it in the lake, and it washed off. Now, it's interesting because your Gravedigger truck is fine, but the signature is gone, right? Mm-hmm. The signature is made of much weaker stuff than the actual object, right? Oh no, I fell over. Yeah, so it's interesting. There's still mud and stuff from the lake on the on the car, but there's not the man's signature, right? Yeah. How did that happen? Well, yeah, like my pretty toys, right? Yeah, same, same. If somebody signs one of your toys, they might not get like, like the signature might not stay on it if you take it into the lake, right? This is what I'm talking about, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Dr. Shippon with American Unity Radio, and I'm here to talk to you about impermanence. Yes, what a topic for a Western audience, and yet it's something that we don't think about a lot because we think everything is permanent. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you will get relief from your suffering in this world if you learn to embrace impermanence. And it is only the message of every religion. Hey, Leo, it's fine that that signature washed off. You know why? Because you still have Gravedigger. And we could meet him again and get another signature. We could even get a signature that could stick around a little bit longer. But you know what? Eventually it would... It would fade away, right? Yeah, but Jenna? Yeah? But we can't do it now because it's like in the middle of COVID-19. You're right, Leo, and thanks for the context. See that? The kid already knows context is king. Everything around us is telling us that things need to change, including... Yeah, you agree. Things need to change. Say it three times. Things need to change. Things. Things need to change. Things need to change. That's right. Things need to change. Do you want to say it, Leo? Say it three times. Things need to change. Things need to change. Things need to change. Especially because we all have to learn how to get along. I have a mission in this world. I am the person who's behind captainofyourheart.com. I am a recording artist type person who is finding his way through the world after being a normal psychologist after being a normal journalist 
after being a normal IT person and a normal Freemason. What happened? Oh no, she ate something that she shouldn't have. What do you need? Did you bite your lip? Oh, okay. Let's give you some, uh, you bit your tongue? I'm sorry. You know what helps with that? A little bit more applesauce. Sometimes a little water. Hey, honey, you know what? Even when you get upset about something, guess what? The thing that you get upset about goes away. And that's what we're talking about. Nothing is permanent, people. Nothing is permanent. And we're going to go into more detail on that in the podcast. Honey, do you feel better? Have a little applesauce. Do you feel better after the applesauce? Why Say, do I have like a running it, why do I have a runny nose but I don't have a nosebleed? Sometimes we just get runny noses in the morning because you know what we did? We turned on the um we turned on the heat because it's getting cold, right? How and, does heat make your well, we need to wait. Well, the air group people are going to come by. Free advertising for air group. Air group services us. Thank you, air group, for helping us. Um, and uh, air group is going to make sure that all of the vents and stuff are clean. And you know why? We have to keep maintaining things because otherwise they are impermanent. Right, Handy? We have to keep doing them. How do you feel? Better? Kind of happy. I'm done with Good. breakfast. Good. And Leo's done breakfast and Hannah's done breakfast and everybody's kind of happier. And that's what we want in this world. Everybody to be kind of happier. You don't have to be deliriously happy. Just recognize that everything is impermanent. Everything is transitory. Everything goes away. And what I'm hoping for and what you should be hoping for is that anything that's wrong with this country right now is impermanent and can go away. Don't see yesterday as today. Don't see today as tomorrow. Everything is impermanent and it can change. And in fact, we should all be working really hard to change it. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to American Unity Radio. Bye. Dada, dada. Wait, say goodbye, honey. Say, say come, come get a guest on, on American Unity Radio. Say it, honey. Come guess American Unity Radio. Oh, okay. What? Grave Digger won the race. Uh, yes, Grave Digger won the race. This time, right? Just this time. Okay. Remember, impermanency. It's not a bad thing. It gives you the opportunity to adjust and adapt as things change. It's actually opportunity. Impermanence is opportunity. And it's something that we should all embrace. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. This is Dr. Randolph Chapon with American Unity Radio, and I'm here with my sister. I'm wearing a mask, so if I sound a little weird, you know, the whole COVID thing. It's a COVID thing you wouldn't understand. And I'm here with my sister. Hello. And my nameless sister, right? I'm, I'm the nameless goddess. The nameless goddess, yes. And what are we looking at? What is this bullshit that we have in our hands, my wonderful sister, that they send us from these promotional 
the it's 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 charities like the Paralyzed Veterans of America. Yeah, but they send really cool stuff. They do. They send like, lovely they little labels. Beautiful little labels. Christmas labels. Because the Halloween labels weren't enough, right? <laughs> the Halloween labels I opened last week were not enough. Now we have Christmas labels. Good. They Nothing never did. Nothing ever looks as good as the Christmas ones. Or how about this? The reservation certificate for 90% pure silver from a Schlockhaus <laughs> mint called, hold on, it's called PCS Stamps and Coins at 47 yeah. Richards Avenue, Norwalk, Connecticut, 06857. And they make their stuff look like it is collector's item stuff. Yeah. And I don't think it has any monetary value whatsoever, right. except for whatever it costs to maybe to manufacture them, right? right? But it certainly isn't worth the free gift that you're going to get if you're a subscriber to some Schlockhouse Mint service what else do we have here oh we got another one from an organization called pcs stamps and coin oh same one same place silver coin pack what's this one this one's from is it the same one this one is um yes okay so we have a coinage what else what about all the paper they waste the paper what about all of that what about the fact what about the fact that they make these things look like they are officially from the government <laughs> and they use all the strategies of sales like this thing that I'm looking at actually says at the top please retain this portion for your records yes right and then it says statement of benefits benefits if you buy our, our crap <laughs> if you buy our crap here are your benefits yeah. you have coins from every issuing mint and every year of issue from the first year of issue from 1878 to the last year of issue of 1921 91 coins all struck in 90 percent pure silver i gotta tell you i think that they're manufacturing the coins putting it in a special box and telling you that it's a special thing that has value and it has no value. I don't know. What do you think? I'm not really sure. All, All I, I know is it says beautiful silver, historic, and scarce. 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 So scarcity is a hypnotic pattern that you use in sales. Yeah. If you might not get it, that that's, means that's that right. you're going to get it faster. That's right. That's why they make it in caps and, and like, you know, bowls. And it's set up so that older people... So my sister and I are sitting at the home of my elderly parents, 82 and 80 years old. And I'm telling you that every communication they receive is for money. Every single communication outside of a few random things Tons is money. Paper. I mean, this is great fireplace material. I'm telling you. It's just like, throw it out or burn it. Ugh. Well, anyway, it's disgusting it how our older people are taken advantage of. And then on the back of this thing, I, one of them, it was, um, it was, we'll send you a blanket. And it's oh, like yeah. all the stuff that's like old people comforts. Yeah. We've got it for you. You can get your U.S. Marines shirt if you just show. Or you could meet Homer, the Habitat Plus dog. <laughs> <laughs> show them what you're made of. You're part of an elite group. It says it right on the front of the envelope. You're elite. You don't even have to get into You're it. Elite. You're elite. If, so if you read that you are elite and it sticks in your mind, you are elite. That's you right. Should do this. You're a member of elite group to have earned the honor. Please yes. signal your acceptance inside of the thing that we're going to sell you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway. It's right here in the return address. It says Shasta. <laughs> <laughs> Officially offered to veterans and patriots. Yes. So in other words, you don't have you to don't be anybody to... at all. <laughs> 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 you gotta laugh, America. You gotta laugh because you've got bullshit artists all around you. And if you don't laugh at them, you will stay traumatized forever. So laugh, laugh, laugh because it's the only way to cope. What do you think? Yeah, and keep your mask on. Keep your mask on and laugh behind your mask. Yeah. Hey, that's a good one. Laugh behind your mask. <laughs> laugh behind your mask. Save your own life. God bless you, America. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. That was cool. Yeah. This is Dr. Shaban with American Unity Radio, and I'm here with my son, Leo. Leo, you just asked me a question whether there was still something in the world. Just as I woke up at 8.36 a.m. and got off of my CPAP machine, what was it that uh, you asked me about, whether it still exists? Slavery. And what did I say? Yes. I said it still exists, right? But it shouldn't. But it shouldn't. Now, what did we talk about? Why does slavery exist again? So people can get things that they don't deserve. That's right. And there's still slavery in the world. Uh, There's something called human trafficking. That's a form of slavery. Um, There's another form of slavery called um, uh, economic disadvantage is actually a form of slavery. and um, there's uh, slaveries of miseducation and lack of education. Uh, there's um, slavery of not having access to technology. Did you know that? No, 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 it's still recording. Did you know that? Like, you have access to a lot of technology, right? Do you know that there are lots of people who don't? Oh, yeah. And do you know why you have access to technology? Well, because your dad and your mom have been fortunate enough, lucky enough, to always have work. But there are lots of people in this world who don't have the opportunity to always have work. Isn't that unfair? So, what we're trying to do, always, is make our society more fair. And we just, different people have different ways of going about it. But you know what we can all do? And agreeing. Yeah, but not everybody can agree on the same thing. But I and you can help people agree. Instead of playing into their argument, if you cast a spell like your sides are stupid, <laughs> you can you can usually get people's attention to come closer to an agreement. It's not to tell them that they're wrong. It's to tell them that sides are wrong. People are not wrong. Their sides are wrong. There's a difference. People are not stupid. You understand me? Their sides are stupid. And if you tell them that, that they're smart, but their sides are stupid, you can get rid of their slavery. Isn't that a good thing? Now, what just happened? Who came on the bed? Who's beating? 
No, Phoebe's our cat, honey. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a slave, believe me. I'm, well, I'm her slave. Why? Because I do what she wants. She's up here telling me about breakfast. <laughs> right? No, no, no. That cat may be a captive animal, but she, she has us as her captive. She is not a slave. What do you think? Don't you think we treat our cats well? Yeah, me too. I think they... All right, well, you know what? History has its eyes on me, and history has its eyes on you, Leo, and history has its eyes on this cat, and history will figure out who's the slave here. I propose the humans are the slaves of the cats because we do everything for them. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> All right. God bless you, America. Leo, do you want to say thanks for listening? Thanks, Baba Pants. No, no, no. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join the conversation. Most of all, we hope you reject slavery in all of its forms. Unless you have cats. If you have cats, it's okay to be a slave. To the cats. Alright. After Taste Cola, when you don't want to really taste something, After Taste Cola's for you. After Taste Cola from your soda stream, it's true. After Taste Cola, it's really, really neat. It doesn't taste too good and it doesn't taste real sweet. After Taste Cola, when you really, really gotta have a drink, it might stink. You're in a truck. You're riding over my BLM. And I don't know why you would be that guy riding over my BLM. My BLM is on the ground. I'm hoping to make a righteous sound. But you're revving up your Trump truck, revving up your Trump truck over there. I didn't know you were aware how to put your flags on the back of that thing there. But nice Trump truck, nice Trump truck, I hear it all the time. I see you with your flags, your American flags. That's my symbol, but it's your American flag. Well, that's nice, but who's this Trump guy? Do you know it has rump on the back of your Trump guy? Your truck has rump on the back. Your Trump has rump on the back. Your Trump has rump on the back, on the back. That's a big rump on that Trump. Rump on that Trump. Trump. Riding over my BLM. Riding over my BLM. Riding over my BLM. Don't ride on my street. Because I don't think it's neat how you rev your truck. Don't ride on my street. I'm not saying it can't be beat. I'm saying you're probably having fun in your Trump truck. In your Trump truck. Riding on my street over my BLM. Slow down, slow down, slow down your truck. There are kids on my street.
think your truck looks kind of neat. I will admit it, but the part on the front that says that you're gonna grab a life by the pee, I don't think it should be on a truck in my town. It's indecent. I know it's your free speech. But that guy should have been impeached. Oh, wait, he was. He just wasn't removed. That's a shame. I thought we had morals in America. That's really a shame. But it's over now. The freedom people won. They won in 2016. But it's over. You mishandled the virus. And now it's time to pay the piper. Pay the piper. It's not me. I'm a piper. But it's not me. It's just time for you to lose the election. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Trump truck guys. Stop riding over my BLM. I do You know, uh, (laughs) you don't have to pay the piper.
this is Dr. Shippon with American Unity Radio. Where is Rodney King? Where is Rodney King? Well, if you were paying attention, Rodney King isn't here anymore. Rodney King died in 2012. I believe that he was a victim of drug overdose. Not sure, not sure, not sure. But let's see, because I was flipping through Wikipedia. Death, lying underwater at the bottom of his swimming pool on June 17th, 2012. And um, it turned out that the investigation said that there is no foul play. He seemed to have alcohol, cocaine, and PCP in his system, cardiomegaly, and focal myocardial fibrosis. The effects of the drug and alcohol, according to the coroner, combined with the subject's heart condition, probably precipitated a cardiac arrhythmia, and the subject, incapacitated in the water, was unable to save himself. Reverend Al Sharpton delivered the eulogy at King's funeral, and he is interred in Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Los Angeles County, California. He has a legacy as a symbol of police brutality. And his teaching legacy is the phrase, you know, can't we all just get along or can we all get along? Can we all get along? One, two, three, four, five. Well, to me, that looks like a magic spell. King never advocated for hatred or violence against the police, pleading, can we all get along? He made it his foundation for the rest of his life. Since his death, his daughter, Lori King, has worked with the LAPD to build bridges between the police and the African-American community. She also started a nonprofit, the Rodney King Foundation for Social Justice and Human Rights on behalf of her father. The Rodney King Foundation. How about that? So let's look that up. The Rodney King Foundation. Folks, this is called audacious power. What is this? I am doing a podcast to teach you how to connect with the people you believe in in this world. You know what you do? You call them up. So what I'm going to do is I am going to send a message to info at rodneyking.org and I'm going to say publicity free. Free. Hi. I am currently recording a podcast, a podcast about Rodney King. I would love an interview with your staff or any principals of your organization. Please contact me directly by phone, by phone, at my personal cell phone, 
215. And then I give the rest of my number. And, um, thank you. And then I write, and here's the spell. Because the spell is just good manners in loving regard. Of Mr. King, Dr. Shippon. That's it. And I send that, and they see all my credentials at the bottom. And I am hoping to get them on the show to talk about this wonderful magic spell. Can we all get along? One, two, three, four, five. Rodney King. Your spirit is eternal, and it is always with us, as is everyone's spirit. And what I am saying to your spirit, Rodney King, is if you can come through us and join together the black community with the police, you will have eliminated every argument of everybody who thinks that there is systemic injustice in the criminal justice system. And I will offer that it is true and not true at the same time because that is a quantum understanding of the problem. It is true in practice, not in principle. It is true by fact, not intention. It is true of the minority, not the majority. In other words, don't stereotype anyone. Don't stereotype the police for being symbols of racial uh, injustice. Don't do that. There are people of color in uniforms, haven't you noticed? Don't stereotype the people who are being arrested. They might be your freedom fighters. They're not miscreants or vandals. And even if they're vandalizing, we have to ask the question why they're doing that. How did we create the opening for that? Do we need better policing? Maybe. Probably. But do you get rid of the police? No, you take the resource that you have and you re-educate the resource. It's a very simple matter. The fair-minded person will piss off everybody else in the room. I'm that person. I'm okay with it. It's all right. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to be more respectful than any of your labels. That's who I am. I think that's who you are. Thank you for listening. And let's get Rodney King's people on the program to talk about getting along. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Psst. Hey, Bob. Did you ever want a free advertisement? Yeah. We'll get on freeadvertisingagency.com. Yeah, they'll give you an ad for free on the radio if you go on the radio show. Freeadvertisingagency.com Thanks for joining us on this episode of American Unity Radio. This is Dr. Shippon just signing off. I want to tell you something. I am so grateful that you're listening to this program. 
it makes me not feel so alone in this world that people would even bother to listen. And that's the truth. So if you want a place kind of like Cheers, right? Remember, where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. Remember that, right? You want to be something, I don't know, but it sounded very good when they sang it. You want to be where everybody knows your name. Remember that? That's this podcast. You have a good name. Even if you've done something wrong before, you have a good name. It doesn't matter. You still have a good name, even if you've done something wrong before. How do you like them apples? You get redemption in this world, no matter what your religion is. So how do you like them apples? As a true neutral, multidimensional creature, as we all are, whether we realize it or not, I challenge you, find your angel nature, lock arms with your neighbor who is different from you. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Can we all get along? Yes. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. Come on my show anytime you want. I won't charge you a penny to promote the cause that you think is virtuous in this world. I just might help explain the idea by testing it with some of my own crazy stuff, but I would love to talk with you, and I promise I have the greatest respect and continuing care for all of my guests. God bless you. Have a good night.